Chuck and Julie, bringing you the truth straight up. I'm Julie Hagan, and I'm working at... An Emmy-winning former investigative reporter, a highly successful trial attorney, and publisher of a major Denver-area newspaper. They've been partners as talk show hosts and in marriage as parents for over 10 years, providing thought-provoking information, opinion, and entertainment live, local, and interactive. Everyone's voice is always welcome on The Chuck and Julie Show. Well, welcome everyone to Party Friday, Chuck Bonnell, Julie Hayden, The Chuck and Julie Grassroots Show. Too straight up. Oh, I thought you were now you're seizing my line. <laughs> wow, oh my God. You don't know how hard it is to fight this tagger off. She wants to take over everything. Everything. The show is brought to you by Mountain West Wellness Advancing. Brought to you by Julie Hayden herself. <laughs> and advancing. You know, that reminds me of a straight. Real quick, there's so much Just to talk about. Just a quick thing. So when I was a beginning TV reporter, um, I worked at at KRDO-TV in Colorado Springs. And they had a thing that they they were too poor to have a teleprompter. So the anchors, if you you would run it, it was like with the, remember the old sewing machines? You would run it with your foot. There's like a little foot pedal. And one day I had to co-anchor. I was a reporter, so I didn't usually. But the main anchor, she kept like running past my stories. And she would say, I'm the main anchor. It's better (laughs) that I look good and you can look stupid. (laughs) It's like... Learn from that. She, she 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 picked on up that little trick on her own. Anyway, hey, hey. welcome to Party Friday here on the Julie Show. Um, Coming up at three thirty um, today, the city of Denver is announcing they're closing for a week at a time all of their Department of Motor Vehicle offices on a rotating basis. They're closing rec centers down. They're um, canceling twenty five percent of parks and rec because they have to pay for illegal immigrants. Now, the city of Lakewood has thankfully reached out to Denver to see what they we can, can do. We can do this too. We can cut our parks out. We can do away with our rec centers. Imagine the Lakewood residents are not happy about that. Who cares? And the city is saying, oh, we didn't actually say that. Yeah, they did. So we're going to have Jody Nickerson on. But first, I want to talk about... Well, I have an announcement to make because I've... Wait, don't bang on that pin. I love to bang too. Uh, um, why? <laughs> we? Uh, I read my Rhino Watch. If you haven't read your Rhino Watch or don't get Rhino Watch, I can't it's believe that. RhinoWatchCO.com. Dot com. Uh, Jimmy Butters Sangenberger is no longer with 710 Can US. Um, they they uh, replaced George Brockler with a new show, which they have the um, uh, prop guy or the op- operations guy. Board up. Board up guy. Uh, and Billy. Billy and the head director of the College Christian College and in the uh, Jeff and Billy show. And you, if you haven't watched that, you got it because that's just—I think they called it in, in Rhino Watch sadomasochism, and it is. Masochist. I mean, masochist, um, and it really is. I mean, it's just Billy just beats poor Jeff Hunt down. And I as mean, Dr. Donna points out, Billy is a Marxist, so yeah, I'm not sure who their oh audience is. Well, anyway. they're Marxist. Is is into into sadomasochism because he just embarrasses poor Jeff Hunt, and even when Jeff Hunt actually has a good point, Billy just runs over him. I mean, it's sad. It's pathetic. It's kind of. Can you move on to our topic? No, it's fun. You got to watch. Listen to the program. If you hadn't listened to it, they don't even put the show up on a on a regular basis on their podcast. 
because they're afraid they're going to be arrested for some crime <laughs> that Billy's committing on Jeff Hunt. I mean, it's a kind of elder abuse or something. But He's not very old, though. But Well, I don't care how old it is. It's elder abuse. I mean, it's how you treat, you know, Joe Biden or something. I mean, it's unbelievable. You need to watch. Um, or listen. You can watch it. They have it on, on YouTube. I'm on, on oh, streaming it. You can watch him beat the hell out of him like a baby seal. I mean, it's what's oh. happening to me as we speak. No, <laughs> <laughs> I, I do, I do, I do lesser, lesser important topics. <laughs> so the never forget with the Colorado Supreme Court case that was heard and argued on Thursday that the people who filed it are four traitor Republicans. They're Nine, not really. They're not really because most of them weren't, weren't even Republicans right. anymore. They, they re-registered so they could be plaintiffs. That's Don't right. pound the table. Here, yeah, please. no, because it, it takes updates. So it looks as if though, um, and reading the tea leaves, I was listening to it and I was. Well, yeah. Hey, you're not reading the tea leaves, kind of judging the ocean tides. Right, I mean, exactly. Pretty... It it's it was uh, there was one point where I kind of almost felt sorry for the uh, Colorado attorney who was That's arguing on behalf. Yeah, because because um, Judge Kavanaugh was just like going at him saying, but it it, it looks bad. I mean, even and, and he was his former clerk, I think. Right, and it, it looked. You know, I think it was Gorsuch's. Maybe Gorsuch's it was Gorsuch who was attacking yeah, it. But, right. but at any rate, it, and Jacob will see you. We'll get you in a second. But it looks really bad. Um, really it looked, I mean, some people are predicting a nine to zero. Bottom, it's going to be eight to one or nine to zero. Yeah. And I think that it, as I understand it, some of the questions were kind of breaking down along a couple of um, uh, areas. One, which I think is really good, although they didn't go far enough. They basically said, we, we don't have any, and we can't, what are you saying? There was an insurrection, right? I mean, the one of the, Kavanaugh sort of quoted what Judge Samore in the Colorado Supreme Court, who dissented with the majority opinion, said, said if, if you want to call someone an insurrection, this is a criminal process for them. Right, right. And he said, this is not due process. And, and then, Well, they had a half-day hearing or whatever it was, two days. You know, it was, it was, a, was it, um, Alito was saying, somebody, he was saying, well, you know, there's no evidence of insurrection. And then and the Colorado attorney said, well, look at the record. And he said, what record? <laughs> and there was no record. So there was kind of like, how can we keep him off of being an insurrectionist when there's no reason to say he's an insurrectionist? At least we have no legal basis and, to and say that. Murray was is, is looks about 25. I don't know how old he is, but he's a very young guy. And, you know, he did his very best, but came across looking well, like an idiot. The other thing, even the liberal justices uh, the, were trashing him. Were, well, well, we're trashing just the arguments, basically saying, you know, you can't have states just sort of willy nilly um, throwing people off the bail or putting them on the And bail. Roberts asked if, if they're going to throw them, if you're going to throw them off, why wouldn't they throw Biden off? And Murray says, oh, you have to rely on the on our institutions to prevent an injustice like that. Oh, that okay. would never happen. Yeah, yeah, now <laughs> I mean, would hope it would happen, frankly. If yeah, you'd happen. hope it would. Right. So it's, well, you can only have Biden on the back. So it's not looking good. But so the process now, though, Chuck, is, and the Democrats are all melting down. Poor Rachel Maddow is having a bad day. Oh, man. So everybody, yeah. how does it work now? Everybody goes back and writes their opinions or? No, no, okay. they, 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 they take a vote. Um, and whoever's on the majority side, um, if the chief justice is on it, he writes it. Um, if he's not on that side, then it's a senior judge on that side, and they write the opinion. Uh, then it's circulated, and then the the people who voted against it um, can do a dissent or whatever else. I think what they'll try to do 
is give it to Kagan or somebody for nine zero or eight one. And have it be kind of milk toasty, but still overturning it. Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, and I think what they probably will want to do, I mean, I was reading one analysis that said that they, they can't really avoid some of the main issues and they're probably going to at sure. least yeah. have to, well, yeah, but he, th- there was a suggestion that they will very probably ignore the insurrection issue altogether yes. Yes. Um, on the one hand, but on the other hand, say, because they don't want to have this keep coming up, say that states cannot make right. up the qualifications yes. for who yes. could be a presidential yes. candidate, that that's laid out. So they think they're going to do that. And we have some comments from, from Jim. Putin was extremely impressive. Agree with him or not. We'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later. That's right. From Sandra, attorney Jason Murray, clerk for both Kagan and Gorsuch. Uh, Jason Murray is- Kagan and Gorsuch? Yeah, Jason Murray is not as good of an attorney as he thinks he is. I bet going for well, the one, court, well, you have to like, understand one, uh, unless he, he clerked from when they were in the 10th Circuit, the 10th Circuit, we're in the district court. Um, if you go from one judge to another judge, that means you're clerking for half a decade. You clerked in the 10th Circuit, you clerked two years with one judge, and that's a professional uh, law school professor. And it's kind of pathetic. I mean, it's kind of pathetic. so. Well, well, then you went to the U.S. or the Colorado Attorney General's office, right? Which is right. That's well, he did. I mean, I mean, th- th- that's a lazy, hazy, barely do anything well, office. And, that, and that's just what. I mean, I, when I came out, I said, "Well, I could go work for." And everybody said, "Are you kidding me?" Unless you never, you know, you are you that lazy? You're kidding me. <laughs> but what is interesting is Jenna Griswold has also um, abandoned any pretense about being nonpartisan in this, right? Yeah. She keeps saying, you know, Donald Trump, which leads me to wonder if she's going to try to pull a fast one. I don't think so. No. But but she's saying Donald Trump is clearly an insurrectionist and shouldn't be on the ballot. Yeah, before she's saying, you guys instruct me. I right. do whatever. And, and, and not- she, uh, reportedly, she wanted to argue the case herself. And they and oh, sure. well, it, in, in, well, in theory, in theory, a corporation cannot go pro se. So she's her she's the office of the Secretary of State uh, in her official capacity, and you cannot be pro se. Moreover, she's not admitted to the Supreme Court. Not that anything matters. She's Jenna Griswold, child. Griswold. She parts her hair in the middle. Yeah, she that's an important point. Yeah. She's got uh-huh. all the stuff yeah. going. Hey, Jacob, go up. We've been babbling, Jacob, but now it's your turn. Um, take it off. Take it away, Jacob. What do you What do you want to weigh in on here? Okay. Correct me if I'm wrong, but later in the testimony, the plaintiffs or the petitioners, whatever, said, well, really wasn't a resident. It wasn't a, a, it wasn't, uh, it was more of a, um, riot than it was uh, uh whatever they called it before. an insurrection the petitioners so, would be the plaintiffs is that true an insurrection no no no, no. The plaintiffs. yeah the plaintiff said our attorney said that well our attorney the the, the attorney for trump said that yes he right. said what happened was bad and I, I wish he had not said that he said what happened was bad it was this and that he said it was a riot but it was not an insurrection he should have said it was a fed surrection yeah. it was all yeah, fbi right. agents but right. You know, well, I was reading a thing that th- their interpretation of this, um, I think this was political, was saying that Trump's, usually he has very aggressive, bombastic attorneys, right? And they, th- those were their words. And he said, in this case, and they cited that 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 Mitchell, right? So right, I'm saying, right. actually that's, even that's, said that, that acknowledged, you know what I mean? It, so it sounds like, because keep in mind, Jacob, they're going to be back in front of the Supreme Court in a couple of weeks, probably on the immunity issue and on the obstruction issue, right? Things. Well, but I mean, I think you don't want to. So I there was some 
conversation in Politico, at least, that he was intentionally going out of his way to be kind of mild-mannered. And he's not a mild-mannered person. Yeah, So, but he did indeed say that. He said it was a riot, but not an insurrection. Right. Okay. Well. Okay. So I thought it was. I thought it was the plaintiffs or the petitioners that said. No, no. They they called it the worst. You know, worse than the Civil War. Yeah. Literally. I mean, at least I'm going to bet you one thing that Elena Kate is Justice Kagan went over to Justice Gorsuch and went, "What's wrong with you people in Colorado?" Yeah. Absolutely. Where do you throw these people? Yeah, and then the second thing is, there's an old saying: it's better to keep your mouth shut and let people think you're stupid. That open your mouth, and this is what happens. I think Phil Weiser's got Phil Weiser's got a lot of explaining to do now because I mean they just wiped him. The the justices just wiped him. You know, Colorado didn't know this, didn't see this coming. No, they didn't see no. No, you have to understand one of the nice things about being a Democrat is you never have to say you're sorry. Yeah. It doesn't matter how pathetic you are. Uh, no, but this I I think this can kill the J six thing because the J six thing is going to come up yes. and say, well, he's guilty of an insurrection. You just had the Supreme Court said there was no insurrection. Yeah, no, so I, I mean that. Wasting, so 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 all Trump ha- his lawyers have to say is, why are you wasting our time? Right. No, I think you're right, Jacob. I think for our side, it was a very good day because yeah. you had you had you know, I don't know that they'll address it in the in the ruling. My guess is that they won't. But you did have them certainly in argument say there's no evidence here of an insurrection. And he said, Murray right. said, look at the record. And they went, what record? Right. And, and, right. and you know, and even you had, um, you know, Jackson Brown was sort of uh, I mean, I was surprised some of the most liberal justices there Jackson. were Brown Jackson Brown. Jackson Brown. Jackson. Oh, Jackson Brown's a singer. Yeah. <laughs> but even but anyway, she, Jackson Brown gave a song about it, and it was just great. She was talking. I mean, I don't think you would consider her an originalist, right? In terms of like no. the Constitution, the Constitution. But even she was saying, well, but in the wording, it doesn't say anything about the president. I got to assume that they would have yeah. wanted to. They would have benched. They would have put that in if they. You know, I mean, she was arguing sort of the 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 original intent as opposed to we can interpret however we want. So. You know, I don't know. I think. Do you know, I, do you know the the term Schadenfreude? You know, yeah, Schadenfreude. Okay. What happened? Yes. What happened? I guess it was yesterday. Remember the movie QB Seven, where the uh, the guy sued the people for making, you know, because they wanted he wanted millions from them because he ru- they ruined his reputation and he ended up with one half penny. <laughs> okay. Do you, do you remember that? Look what just happened to Biden. Oh yeah. Oh, he had a bad day. He had a bad day. But boy, you know, you, you shouldn't be in the presidency right And all of a sudden, the the Twenty Fifth Amendment's coming up. That's right. You know, sometimes these judges, you know, I mean, or whatever. Yeah, the judges say, you know, well, I'm not going to say you're guilty, but I'm going to ruin you. Yes, <laughs> and that's what he did. And that's exactly. What he did. And Jacob, thank you for your comment because that, that's our perfect segue into because I want to talk about Biden next. Okay, have a great oh. weekend. Thank you. you. Too. you Thanks too. for calling. So here's the thing. Yes. So if if the the um. The Department of Justice came out with its report saying special counsel, special counsel basically saying, citing all of the ways that Joe Biden violated this classified documents thing. They have audio recordings of him saying it. They've got his apparently the ghostwriter tried to delete the audio files, but they were able to recover some of really? them. Yeah. So, I mean, they've got all of this. People uh, writing, people who, you know, he had, had these staffers going, no, I can't be part of this. This is giving away I mean, classified information. It's, it's just incredible. But they ruled they're not going to 
prosecute him because he's too pathetic. He's too pathetic. He's essentially not capable of aiding in his defense. Now, they didn't say he's incompetent to stand trial because that's a whole other legal issue. Well, it's not an excuse. It's it's that's not their determination. It could right. be their determination. Right. They're just, they, they were not psychiatrists and others who were qualified to say, but they didn't matter. But it's he, just like it's, it's like the FBI said, you know, okay, well, no reasonable prosecutor would go after Hillary Clinton. Are you kidding me? But here, but here's my thing, and I want to see what you guys think on this. See, we're lagging again. We're sorry if our video is lagging. The audio shouldn't. Yeah. Um, the um what they did though, they they could have done any her who was a special counsel could have done a number of things. Number one, he could have just said we're not going to charge him. He could have ignored it. He could have just drawn it out. We could still yeah. be investigating this like Hunter Biden forever, right. Right? right? Um, he could have said like Hillary Clinton, you know, we don't know. There's not no jury, but something vague, right? And just say screw you. But instead, he deliberately put in all of this stuff. No, I mean, like 244 pages. 300 plus pages. Right, of, of how incompetent and mentally unfit and forget, and more than forgetful. He couldn't remember it, when his son died. He couldn't remember when he was vice president. I mean, he was clearly befuddled, right? And and they, you know, tried, but I mean, he knew what he was doing. And this is what I think. I think, because keep in mind, Joe Biden is not in charge of the Department of Justice or Merrick Garland any more than Donald Trump was in charge of Lisa the Department Monaco. of Justice. Right. Lisa Monaco, the Obama angels, Susan Rice, Mary right. McCord, Mary Lisa McConaughey. Yep, yep. Those are the people who were in charge of the yes. Justice Department. Civil Rights Division. And so what happened, I believe, is that Obama, the Obama mm-hmm. people who are actually running things, said they're looking at the polls. They don't care if Joe Biden's mentally incapable. They know he is. They've been running him for four years anyway, right? They're, they understand that. But the polls have gotten so bad and right. he's gotten so bad that they're like, we got to get rid of this guy. Right. And I think this was like a shot straight at Dr. Jill yeah. and the Biden people right. saying, okay, we didn't charge him this time. And you know, I mean, but we've got all the Hunter stuff. I think this was their shot across the Biden bow saying, you need to figure out how to get out of it gracefully right retire gracefully or we're going to take you out i I mean because you know now whether he goes out before the convention after the convention i don't know but i think he's trailing so badly in the poll people hate him um and i think that would be a smart thing i think that there are a ton of people who would vote for trump as a vote against biden but if they had somebody else some other tool they would be happy to vote for them so i don't know what we'll see what you guys um oh this is um, so Sandra says, yeah, open your mouth and prove them right. <laughs> then from Leo, Griswold is probably going to file a civil suit claiming Trump assaulted her in the walk-in refrigerator at the Aurora Denny's in the early 2000s. <laughs> exactly. <That's> good, <laughs> Comey laid out a hundred reasons to charge Hillary and then passed it by. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So they did. And in a way, I think they handed Trump even more a gift because Trump can now turn around and argue, you know, that they're, you know. Wisely, sorry. he's not talking at all. He's no, just, you're just letting Finally, you know, when you're. <laughs> Enemy is digging their own grave. Don't stop them. But his attorneys, did, his attorneys did file a motion, though, arguing a double standard there, right? Really? Yeah. A, a double standard, so really? So we can argue that. And in the meantime, you know, Biden just looks like an idiot. And Well, Biden came out and did his own presser where he, he just made a fool of himself. I don't think he made as big a fool of himself as they're letting on, but then all the mainstream media, yeah, full, full, full. Well, yeah. the mainstream media is jumping yes. too. So we're going to, we're not going to play the news cut. We've all heard about that, but this is, um, and Fox, they were talking after it with Kaylee McEnany, who's a former Trump um, right. press secretary. So right. if we could please play Thomas, the Jesse Waters video. 
No, we, we just saw an unmitigated disaster play out before our very eyes. We just watched a wounded political animal hobble to a podium and react with defensiveness, with anger. And you know it's bad, Jesse, when you have the White House press corps. They are essentially an extension of the Joe Biden press and communications team. When they are shouting at him, asking repeatedly, are you going to step aside, Mr. President? The CNN correspondent asking that. When NBC, NBC of all places, writes a headline, a nightmare special counsel report triggers panic among Democrats. And when you have a president who for 45 minutes announces a press conference with no topic, giving the world 45 minutes to speculate, is he stepping aside? What would life be like under a President Kamala Harris? For 45 minutes, the nation got to feel that panic, and I don't think they will forget it come November. You know, we were upstairs thinking whether he was going to announce that he wasn't running for re-election and what the implications in terms of national security would be. I mean, he's already jeopardized national security and then lied about it to the press just now saying he never willfully uh, retained these classified documents, did not take any responsibility for it, blamed the press when in fact the special counsel said that he packed some of these boxes and he's on tape acknowledging, oh yeah, I've got classified documents down there. And then when Peter Ducey right. says, you know, you have issues with your memory, he goes, my memory is so bad, I let you speak. And that doesn't even make any sense, Kaylee. It does. It does make sense. It's kind of funny, but yeah. It's funny. It was- I believe that one day we will discover that we were all played in what was the biggest presidential cover-up in recent memory. I mean, Jesse, think of the links that this team around him has had to go to to create an eggshell environment that has kept the American people out. His lawyers wrote to the special counsel, please take out the details about his memory. Jill Biden has to escort him off the stage. Corrine Jean-Pierre yells ad hominem attacks at Peter Ducey when he asks questions about age. Tonight, the White House communications director said, oh, the interview just came one day after October 7th, as if that's an excuse. His campaign says we br- they bring up his age, the press does, to distract from the booming economy. These are all ploys to deceive the American people. One day we will discover the cover-up and how greatly at risk we were for this man being in charge. Well, today we found out that there has been a cover-up and they certified everything that we have all seen with our very own eyes, that he just does not have what it takes. Well, and I think, you know, it's no shock, Kenny McEnany, um, he was never in charge, right? And yeah. that's why no one cared. Again, I, I well, think... Well, do you think all the press corps called up Obama and they said, what should we do? And he said, go after him. Right, Get him. exactly. Get him. <laughs> Sit on him. <laughs> Here's some Jacob. Oh, this is thanks to your show. I found out that Governor Charles S. Thomas, the 11th governor of Colorado, was previously a senator from Colorado, who was the last Confederate soldier elected to the U.S. Senate. Off topic, my neighbor bought a Tesla and he won't have to pay road taxes because he uses electricity for fuel. If Colorado had a spine, it would create a road fee. And that's a good point built into the thing for EV. And then Charlene says, maybe the presser was to distract from Tucker's interview. We'll see in a couple of days if the demented hoopla dies down. And Thomas is his lack to act, um, uh, paroled um, the Colorado cannibal. Oh, there we go. Another fun fact for you, Jacob. Yeah, Charlene, I don't know. I, I Because I think the demented... 
the, 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 as I said at the beginning, the special counsel included that because somebody told him to. Right. Now, I know, you know, in my Pollyanna days, they would have said, no, no, we actually thought that. But I don't believe that and haven't for like a decade. Right. Um, somebody he put that in there because a somebody. Decade? All right. So 15 years since I've known you. Um, <laughs> somebody told him to put that in there, Charlene. And somebody told Lisa him, Monaco. Lisa Monaco and Susan Rice. Somebody told no, him to put that Lisa. in there because they've realized they are sunk with Biden and they got to get rid of him. And this is telling him you're gone. We can either do it nicely or we can do it meanly. Um, before we kind of end this, the conservative mom I had, as always, if you don't follow her on Twitter, she's hilarious. Um, and it's it's Rachel Blahop. Well, that's her dad's name from Colorado Springs. Right. Um, but but she uh, interprets Biden for us. So if we could please play. This is for Party Friday, guys. The well, Biden speak. Good any day. Biden speak soundbite. I'm just really tired of people saying that they don't understand what Biden is saying when he's talking. Uh, to me, it's obvious. Every single time he talks, I know exactly what he's saying. And I'll tell you, every single Biden supporter out there, when Biden is talking, they know what he's saying. And I'm going to show you how easy it is to understand him. Roll a clip. He's being a popular, a pop, a pop, a pop, a pop, Biden's being an extremist. He said a pop, a pop, a coup here. I mean, anyone that has ears could hear that. A pop, a pop, a coup. Meaning papa and coup. So obvious. Public is out there taking credit for the new bridges and those boards that are complexion. He said bugaloos and complexions. And bugaloos and complexions are very similar to bridges. National system are sacrosanct. Sacrosanct means sacra and sacked. The two words put together, sacrosanct. That's why he said sacrosanct. And that's what the Democrats have been saying. But now they've been given permission to um, to, to say the truth here. So we, before we get, we've got Jody Nickerson from Lakewood coming on at 3.30. But you wanted to briefly talk about Putin. because you. Well, he came on and I think one of our texters indicated that, that he was impressed by him. And, and, you know, I mean, he's obviously not an elderly man who can't think. Um, he laid out why Russia after the breakup of the Soviet Union, saying, hey, guys, let's all be friends. Let's let's all be together. We'll join NATO, and we'll all just be friends. And and then all the CIA and the British Secret Service and everybody, no, you're the enemy. We must crush. They need an enemy. They need an enemy. Why have a spy service if you don't have an enemy? What the hell's going on? I mean, it was just, it was just, I mean, they got a million four views. All of a sudden, the whole well, thing. 141 million right now. Or, or give or take a couple. Right. Um, and and so, I mean, talk about a public relations coup when all of a sudden you kind of go, yeah, let's give the let's let the Ukrainians die to the last last person uh, to prevent Putin from from something. We got to stop him. Well, and it's it was bizarre to me to see all of the, again, the corrupt lapdog media be like, Tucker Carlson should be punished. He's, he's committing. EU, yes. I mean, it's- No like, talking. It's like, hello, interviewing world leaders has been sort of, you know. Sort of. Uh, I mean, there are plenty of American journalists who've interviewed Putin and other Russian leaders, who've interviewed Fidel Castro, who interviewed well, Hitler. Fidel Castro's a hero. <laughs> Just ask the Trudeau's and, you know, Fidel's son. 
so uh, you know to, justin and, castro and the, trudeau and the, the the lengths that they go to to control the narrative and the massive failure they have i was reading a thing it was like okay so fox has on an average not like 1.85 million people um msnbc has like 1.2 million cnn has about two. A, has about yeah half a million tucker carlson that twitter thing had 141 million remember all those people who predicted that tucker carlson on, on twitter was going to go you know they did go well, well yeah, but in, in, a, in a good way, right? Um, but I, it, it's interesting that they just didn't want us to hear that. Um, and I wouldn't either. If no. I was trying to get through the Ukraine save bill, I'd want something where, you know, Putin is a killer, a murderer, a butcher. And, uh, and he's, his opponents, you go up against them, he's He's butchering you. And then you go, then you juxtapose that essentially with Joe Biden, who can't, you know, who's been declared mentally incompetent by his own justice, by his department. Own justice department. And, and which, again, it, it, it's obvious if he's too mentally incompetent to stand trial, <laughs> how on earth can he be mentally competent? Luckily, to the country? luckily. The, those nuclear codes are a little tough to get to. So well, Obama's got him, right? Oh, I mean, right. Lisa, 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 or Jill. Lisa Monaco's <laughs> got him in her, you know, Birkenstock bat, not Birkenstock, but I mean, her, in her bat. Right? In, She's got him in yeah. her bank. Those are tough to get out of. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, that's why. They're, they're tight. So I don't know. I, I think that it was a very bad day for Biden. This is my prediction. And tell me, Here we if, go. if you want to go ahead and call Jody now, we can. Drum my roll. prediction is he's not going to drop out before because nobody wants Kamala in there. Everybody hates Kamala. Uh, my um, prediction is that they will get to the Democrat convention and he will, all the signs will be that he's dropping out now. And right now there's a whole shadow primary, I think, that's launched in the Democrat party. And that they will- Where it is over the CIA- and the FBI. They'll announce and, and, and the anointed one. The anointed one. Right now, everybody loves Michelle. She's probably not that dumb, though she's not that bright to do it. Um, they probably want a woman. They probably, I, I think Gretchen Whitmer will be the, the chosen woman. But about Susan Rice? No, she's too close to Obama and she can run things. Secretly, uh, secretly, she right? Can become the aide de camp. But that'll be that's that's my prediction that that's what they'll do. And from Charlene, did Brockler have to quit his show because he's running for office? Yes, yes he's running um, for the new twenty. So that same reason Michigan. Deborah Flora did too. Deborah Flora quit her show to run for CD. But you can you can talk to him personally. He'll be on the show Monday. That's right. Um, so call in or leave your message. You know your uh, questions and. Yeah. He'll be here Monday. George will be on the show Monday. And then next Friday, we're going to have um, Dagny Vanderjack, who is um, another candidate. I think more of a grassroots candidate for DA there, too. So we've got everybody. Uh, but now we've got Jody Nickerson with us. Jody is a, a true grassroots person um, and um, was texting me about the situation in Lakewood. So I wanted to get her in with us to fill, us, to fill us in on that. Hey, Jody, thank you for your time. Happy Party Friday. <laughs> Happy Party Friday. <laughs> so Jody, I was going to say, whenever you have Kyle Clark accusing you of d- disinformation, <laughs> you know that you're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's start with how it all started. Was basically on the January eighth meeting in City of Lakewood. They had a meeting about the concern of reaching out to Denver and trying to help Denver with their influx. Mm. Well, this was a similar meeting that they had in Wheat Ridge. Ah. So after people started seeing what happened in Wheat Ridge, which it was all about a hotel and uh, uh, Denver at that time said, well, we don't need you. We are having a lesser need. So Mm. it kind of died out, but all these people's concerns started arising. So 
where this report that was requested on January 8th to the city manager hmm. regarding the, the, the so sanctuary, I don't know where that came from, but people did say sanctuary city, but needless to say, what we could do to help right. and hmm. how we could aid. And she was, the city manager was going to go and have this meeting with the Denver outreach uh, director, the same who, way. Who is uh, Adam Paul, who is your former mayor. Is, <laughs> that's correct yeah, and yeah. basically uh she is to put so february 12th is this meeting Hearing. right in the meeting regarding her report and her presentation on it well a lot of concerned citizens were talking about this and so we wanted to have maybe a town hall meeting which was organized to be over at dunston uh, school and at the last minute, I think it wasn't maybe a, not even 48 hours, wow. they were shut down. The school can't have citizens called. meeting, Jody. All kinds of things can it happen. It was an insurrection, wasn't That's it? Right. I knew it. I knew it. It was an insurrection in Lakewood. <laughs> well, people are starting to wake up and be concerned. And what is this all about? And why are we helping these individuals? Because... Okay, just for an example, they have this wonderful um, community that they've built up on Zuni with yeah. a, a mess hall, with tents, with heaters. Well, what's happened to our homeless people and our seniors and our vets? Screw that. Why are they? They're yesterday's news. You guys in Lakewood would simply be reasonable. Yeah. You could have share a, the burden. You guys, we're all in this together, Jody. You could be having these people squeegee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your your windshields windshield too. Your windshield could be all set. Have you seen that in Denver? They squirt dirty water on your windshield. And since they're all military, or a lot of them are military age males, uh, you, you know you're going to get a. You needed to hire a few more police um, for the crime oh. wave you're going to get, but that's not bad. All bad. Police always love to grow. Well, I love, I, I I just want to say, I don't want it to make this a political thing even. I want to make it a humane thing. I mean, we have to be fair to the ones that are already here yeah. as, oh, equal, as yeah. equal to those. Why aren't they waiting in line? Because for they're being replaced. Because don't it, you get it? Because the NGOs are yeah, getting all the money for the illegal being replaced. You guys are being replaced with a vibrant new uh group that would allow us to move into the 22nd century <laughs> with a lot of democrats yeah, you guys, you guys well, can't just serious. sit around sit around trying to trying to stop progress <laughs> let me be serious I, you, I, are, you, are you running this show or am i am i on right. for 15 minutes <laughs> so so what happened is, is you guys didn't back down so they tried to screw you over and instead some roughly 400 of you just got a new place to meet right <laughs> and that is correct it was phenomenal the turnout it just shows People are starting to wake up and want to be part of what's going on. It was wonderful. And we couldn't, you could not expect more communication. We, they were invited to even, the city council was invited to come so they could answer questions because you don't get, you get two minutes to talk at the council meetings. Right. You don't get the interaction. They were invited, but they never responded. No kidding. Wow. I'm shocked. What does, shocked. what does that make what does that make people feel like? So here we go. They're we're gonna go replaced. on to, right. February twelfth, we get to go to this meeting. But one thing I do wanna say, 
Sure. I've been looking at the agenda, and there's an agenda at 5.30 for people's comments regarding the housing and affordability housing and mm -hmm. the influx of these um, people here. And I think that's going to be a very important meeting to go to or listen to. I don't know if we can listen to it, but we anybody that is interested should go to the City of Lakewood website, look at their schedule. It has it in there. Uh, there. It even has their retractions, these letters that they've written and they've given to wonderful Mr. Clark. But well, I, do, I, I do want to say, I do want to say thank you to Mr. Clark for giving us that media coverage because not only does it's free and not only did right. it show that things are happening, but people are saying, what's going on? Hey, so they're getting, we got that free exposure. I'm I do want to thank out. him for that. I'm I'm going to go out on a limb here and say, you know, the homeless money, I think, is, is old money. And, and and I'm going to go out on a limb and say, so what you've got are buildings, hotels, apartments that aren't doing great. Schools. 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 Oh, you don't have any enough students and you're soon about to get a lot more. Well, no. So what I'm going to guess is that some building owner, property developer thought I should get a share of all the money. Because it's, I mean, Lakewood's not going to pay for it. There's going to be tons of NGO money and federal money to house these immigrants. And some guy who's having a hard time getting, filling it, up, yeah. filling it up, went to the city council and said, hey, if you guys would just agree to take about a million immigrants in here and pay then us to house all these people, I wouldn't have to worry about pesky renters anymore or some property. And I'm going to just go out on a limb and suggest that that's how it all started. But that is a bit of a going on the limb. Well, wow. so where's our safe? Where's our safety nets in that? In our in regards to the community, where's the safety net where we make them accountable for how the money is being spent? Spent? How are they representing the community? Number one, safety. You know, right. we're getting uh, uh, more criminal activity. Number yeah. two, do you know how many migrants are fighting with the homeless people because the homeless people are feeling left? They don't get heaters in their tents. Right. They yeah. get moved every so often. They can only stay a certain length of time in an area. Then they're moved. They don't get to do that. They get to stay there for, you know, I think it's a little bit longer for um, women that have children. But right. needless to say, there's women and children that are living in cars because they were kicked out of the motels that they can only live there for two weeks because there's a limited time that these hotels allow them in there. And then what do they do? Plus, a lot of these benefits require identification. They right. require birth certificate. How are these migrants got their birth certificate? Did they, they bring them when they came no. over? No. But these people that are here trying to live out of the hotels and get into affordable living have to wait for the process. Maybe they've lost their birth certificate. They've got to get one. Then there's the paperwork. And then you've got to show that you can do this. and do. There's so much loophole for the people that are really trying in the city of Lakewood that are in these motels that are, are trying on to get out of these tents that they can't, there's nowhere for them to go, but then well, they're handed. Well, Denver, you know, <laughs> they've been spending over the last oh, 30 years, endless increasing amounts of monies. First hundreds of thousands and millions and tens of millions of dollars for the homeless crisis. And the homeless crisis at its highest point now is between three and 4,000 people. They've already gotten close to 40,000 yeah. new people. I mean, whatever. And they're getting, that, yes, he did, yes, he did. Adam Paul did say they're getting 200 a day. 
Well, and here's the thing, Jody. I mean, you guys are so smart to jump on this now because the city of Denver announced today, Mayor Johnson had announced today that the Denver Department of Motor Vehicle, that basically citizens are now getting screwed to take care of migrants. It's not just homeless people. It's not just veterans. It's the everyday citizen as well. They're closing on a week for a week at a time, rotating the Department of Motor Vehicle Officers. They're not getting rid of any employees, though. Thank God. No, no, they've got they got to they get an extra week of vacation money by cutting the office when you get right down to electricity it. heating they're um they're closing the rec center or they're, they're cutting down rec center hours and that's those kids go those stupid yeah. replace, kids they are being do. replaced anyway the parks and rec budget is oh, being cut by like 25 percent because yeah. of the money that they have to spend on migrants now silly mayor johnson said we need to solve the not one of those stupid democrats is suggesting oh i know maybe that's like quit letting you know tens of thousands of illegal immigrants flood our country. They're just like, That'd somehow it's Trump's fault. But you guys are smart, though, Jody, to jump on this because... Well, because you're going to just be run over. Pretty soon, yeah, you're going to have your Department of well, Motor. I, I mean, it, there's just, there's not enough money. It's this endless supply of people coming up. And it's the more you make room for them... The more the space the more there is. space there is. And, and as the city of Denver has shown, and they're willing to cut services to their own citizens and their own residents in order to... You know, Charlene recommends well, you learn Spanish. Well, one thing I will say that talk I I deal with a lot of uh, migrants and I deal a lot with the homeless people because I do several food banks a week. Okay. And I will be honest with the interaction with them, the migrants are like very upset. I'll be honest because they're like we came here with the, lured here with the promises of certain things, and right. they lured them here without having anything in place. To you know, to um, right. handle this influx. Secondly, you've got the you've got these wonderful homeless people that are trying to say, why are they getting these services and we've been waiting in line? Now, right. where's the fairness? And they want us to trust our government. We put them in office. What they've oh. got to remember is we also, I don't care what party you are, they can also be taken out of that job also. And we're watching really right. close how they're handling right. everything, especially the money. And I exactly. And I think that for thank goodness, at least that the, the tide is turning, like you said, people are waking up and it's no longer possible for them because they are screwing over other, like you said, other populations, right? It's no longer possible for them to say, oh, you're just being mean or we all need to do our part. And it's a humanitarian thing. It's like, it's not. And everybody sees that, right? And and it is. Luckily, it's too late. I mean, after allowing 10 million people in over the last whatever period of time it is. And we're continuing, you know, it's a little bit of cutback because uh, Biden's thinks this is embarrassing. I mean, you've got so many to, to take into the system um, that, that, you know, quite frankly, you can I forget do, about many I, I do feel, and I don't mean to interrupt, I, but I no. do feel when some of the things I do want to comment that I do want people to understand that we need to also, these organizations that are helping them, we got to follow the money. We right. also have to. We also have to remember these organizations. We have to hit our city council. To any organization that is running in our district, has to be accountable and have a plan in order to be getting these people independent. What I mean by that is, right. they get a thousand dollar debit card. Oh my goodness! Can you imagine? Um, th- that's more than some of the senior citizens get. Can you imagine? Yeah, yeah no, no. <laughs> Her, her limit is not that starting to be issued. Then all of a sudden, you get these um, housing vouchers. 
What do they have to do to get those? I think they should have community services, that they have to um, go to work for some of our community parks, clean up, so we don't have to pay tax dollars for all these employees. Let them give back, be accountable to pay for their way to give us back in some type of service in order for these benefits, and that we make these organizations accountable for those hours and everything they're doing. Teach them English, give them classes, all this to acclimate them to this new lifestyle. But we need to make those organizations accountable and our city accountable for or, um, uh, monitoring these no, organizations. Uh, but you know, what you said makes so much makes sense. Makes total sense. But, but, but really, really these days, um, they, we need to have people learn Spanish. And, yeah. and all, all those That's who can't we, speak we Spanish and, and, and learn to live with less <laughs> well, and... and uh, and and force well, the average citizen to work more because we got to support them all. You know, and I think well, here's here's the thing, Jody, right. too, and that's what you guys. I'm saying this earlier. I mean, I'm a giant science fiction movie fan. It's like so many people have been unplugged from the matrix, right? And they're seeing things for real now. And that's why Kyle Clark screams so loud. He's trying yeah, to yes, everyone yes. plug back into the matrix <laughs> right. and buy their little narrative. Yeah. And you and that's why Lakewood Council is like, they're trying to shame you mm-hmm. and they're going to, you know, they canceled your meeting and they were hoping to all go plug back into the matrix, you know? <laughs> and instead you're like, no, we're going to go have our meeting over here at which none of them showed up. And they're trying to, and, and so thank God for you guys. Because I know it's not easy to get attacked, and and, and quite frankly, this is not an easy solution. There no. is no easy solution. No. You know, what you can have, you can, as they say, um, you can have an open border or you can have a semi welfare state. You can't have both. And now you're going to find out because there will be no safety net. There is no safety net. We're the safety open net. Board. Yeah, you're the safety. We're, net. we're the safety net. I mean, our, our, our well, wallets. Are- I do. I do hope that by this exposure, whoever listens, that. I think that they should be aware of the 530 meeting also. Call up the city yes. council. I think and, uh, I'm, that, that, that's yeah. probably an open meeting. It has to be an open meeting. So um, it's, yeah. a study, it's a study session. I'm just well, that, That's the same this. thing. They're open to the public yes. because there's more than two and council people. They, and then they have the 7 o'clock one that is the city well, everything council. Everything gets done. So, Jody, Chuck keeps in Go ahead and explain what the what the meetings are and the times. I'm like, this is fun being with you. Uh, (laughs) 5.30 is the study session, and it's on the second floor of the same building, the city council, where they hold their meetings on Allison Parkway. And then at 7 o'clock is the meeting, and that's open to the public. And there will be (laughs) public comment, but only after all their agenda. We have to wait last, so there will be there, I hope. People will be uh, uh, deliberately going to make sure their voice gets heard or just to hear what everything's going on to get an educated session. But also, I think it's imperative. I think it's a very good feature uh, Lakewood has that you can go on with city of lakewoodgovernment.org and in there is the agenda. Then you can go down to Lakewood Speaks and you can put a written comment in there. And that written comment is actually tracked, and you can see who opened it up and how many read it. So that's kind of we don't even have that down at the Capitol. But wow. needless to say, but needless to say, that's another avenue. I also want people to at this opportunity. There's other um, avenues on YouTube, uh, Colorado Engaged, Free State Colorado, Colorado Ballot is another one. Co Ballot. Um, and, and again, the city of Lakewood, go on to some of these web, the YouTubes 
and get educated to live videos so you can hear. Isn't technology wonderful today that we can link all this and actually hear them talk nowadays and be accountable for their words? You know what? Well, let let me tell you, because I've done a lot in city politics, everything is determined at the study session. The study session, which you have to go to, that's where everybody, you know, they have they have all their violations of the open meetings thing outside. But then they try to mm-hmm. try to smooth it over and get it in the quote unquote study session uh, the study sessions where they all get their ones together. So when they go up to the regular meeting, um, it just they have, goes, their act together. they have their act together and ready to roll. I, I the think citizens. they already know which way they're going to vote, too. That's oh, the sure. They, they, they're all calling each other on the phone. I mean, if if you don't know how the vote's going to go, you're not in the know. I mean, that's down. You you apparently go down the Capitol. uh, You know, one of the first things I remember out of law school, I'd go down and listen to the hearings and you'd hear, you know, 50 people speaking. You'd hear everybody, let's say, for a proposition. um, And then that the entire group of of, uh, city council people would vote against her, not city council, but state legislators, they had already determined. Yeah. And so they just shut up that, you know, the, the, the testimony of people matters zippo. What? They've already decided. And, Hopefully. and they're, well, it is, that's how it works. The system no, I works. Know, but it, they can... We do want to make a point that we're um, at least going down and being in right. front of these individuals, whether it be the Capitol or your city council, it's important that yes. we on it's recorded and we get to say, this is what I think I'd like you to do. I would like blah, 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 blah. Then we watch their actions afterwards. Then we see what the, what happens as far as an outcome. That's the, that's the ammunition you can use to recall these people. If you need to, if they're not working in your benefit, we need to use these mechanisms and not get discouraged. That's why I say people get on YouTube. There's some, you know, the free state Colorado is great videos. The Colorado Engaged is great videos, and CO Ballot is great. Uh, and even get acquainted with the city council. Uh, you know, I never really got on the website until the last couple of weeks. It's, it got lots of information, but you're right. They use words and terms just just like they do at the Capitol. Can't use broom or got to use broom. All this, you know, yes. let's use the Webster's Dictionary, you know, sanctuary. We're all sanctuary. Polis did, excuse me, Governor Polis did that a long time ago when he accepted right. and said we were going to be sanctuary. That means it included for Colorado. Yes, we already he are. That. We already are. So let's get away from that word. Now let's just stick with, is this humane? Is this fair? Is this treating all people equally and not for safety reasons? Are we protecting our citizens? This is what we've got to do. We're the ones paying the taxes. Exactly. I can tell you, you can have a whole two minute speech because you're only allowed two minutes and so forth. And the only <laughs> word that will ever be heard by uh, the councilman is the R word. To hear the R word also in the pickup. It's important to go down there. So, hey, listen. Well, give them the R word we have- because I promise it'll perk them up. It will <laughs> wake up out of their slumber. <laughs> listen, well, we I have hope to let you know. I hope that I was able to be some help for anybody that's listening and encourage them about the 530 meeting also. Yes, All right. I concur Thank totally. So exactly. Jody, it's so great to have you. Thanks for coming on. Hope you had a good time. Yep, and good luck. Good luck there. And we'll be, we'll be following this too. So thank you, ma'am. Thank you kindly. Bye-bye. Okay, and that was somebody to ask. That's Jody Nickerson. Um, 
Um, that's going to wrap it up for us in this party Friday. Like I said, on Monday, we're going to have George Brockler. Yep. We're also going to have the folks. It's a Colorado um, um, life initiative. They're gathering petitions. Mm-hmm. They wanted to come on and sort of give us up to speed. Who knows whether Biden, what will have happened by then? You know, we never. We're declaring <laughs> war on Monica. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> hey, so listen, thank you to our guests. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, thank you. Jody was great. Wonderful to have her on. I hope we didn't didn't uh, overwhelm her. He's never coming on. Yeah, that's it. I can't stand this guy. It's Julie's fault. Uh, But thank you, everybody. Have a great weekend. We'll see you Monday.